Hello, virtual friends. How's everyone doing? Hi. So finally, finally, we got rid of the slithery snake, Shane Howell. Finally. Yeah. It took us two seasons, one season and halfway through a second to finally get rid of him, but it's happened. Thank goodness. Paul went back to Pensacola. That's right. And unfortunately, he's due to return next week. But the girls will have fun while Shane's away. Yeah. Girl talk. What do you think he's doing this week? Last week? No. Last time he left, he was bleaching his asshole. So any insight? Did he tell you why he was gone? What's he doing this Um, time? He did mention something to me about wanting to get a... um, a fuzzy play suit. So my guess is that he's into pup play. I think he's probably dressed up as a puppy mascot and getting freaky. That's my guess. As a puppy mascot. Fascinating. Fascinating. I totally you know see him that doing that. Shit. Yeah. He's uh-huh. totally that freaky shit. Yeah. That sounds like him. Honestly. If I'm going to be honest, he's probably in a corner crying somewhere over the Taylor Swift album because he did text us saying that it was good and neither of us replied. (laughs) That is so true. That is so true. He's finding himself to Taylor's new album. Don't think it was a mistake that she um, announced the night before that she was releasing Folklore and then Kanye did not release Donda. I did not even put two and two together, Sherry. But when I tell you, your investigative journalism skills are advanced. Thank you so much. I just, I haven't listened to her album, so I can't give a positive or a negative review. And um, I'm not going to listen to it. So this is probably the last time we're going to talk about it here. For us, you know Shane's going to want to bring it up next week. We might shut him down, though. And he'll try to pretend like he likes it because of Bon Iver, but we know it's not because of Bon Iver. He likes Taylor Swift. He really does. And Katy Perry. And uh, what was that icon? The one that sings, I'm just going to the the store. Yep, that's it. That's his favorite song. (laughs) That is his favorite song. I'm just going to the store. Yep. I'm just going to the store, to the store. Yep. That's his favorite song, I'm telling you. I hope he enjoys his day off because he unfortunately does not get PTO, so it's for free. So that's fine. He'll just have to have that. But how are you doing this week, Barry? Oh, um, I feel absolutely terrible. I feel like complete shit. That's it. That's all I have to report. How do you feel? Is Is there a reason why? Do you want to talk about it or you just want to leave it there? Um, we can talk about it. So honestly, I'm a woman and I have a period and it's attacking me. My uterus needs to jump out of my body because it is stabbing me for no reason. What did I do to you? I'm feeding you. I'm sleeping because you said I wasn't sleeping before body. So I went to sleep. I exercise whenever. What is the problem? So yeah. You know what's crazy? I haven't seen you on what feels like months, and yet we're still in sync because I too am on my period, and I too 
am experiencing these same symptoms. Talk about women supporting women. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about challenge accepted. I can't. I have never related to you so much other than this moment. I know. You know what's crazy? Now that Shane is gone, I feel so liberated. We can talk about periods all we want. We can talk about women supporting women without the fear of the patriarchy breathing down our necks. Like, it's great. Right. And now no one's going to run over each other for 10 minutes. And we, we won't have him talking by himself for that amount of time. Wow. It's crazy because, you know, we say all these things about Shane and yet we still like him. He's just our little brother. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe he'll be gone for two weeks and it'll just be two of us once again, giving the people what they want. A little bit of pussy power. Pussy power. Remember that one time you made up the female version of free balling? Do you remember that in college? Wildcatting. Yes, I do. Wildcatting. Amazing. We're wildcatting right now. This is the wildcatting segment. This is wildcat. Absolutely. And we're not talking about Zach Efron wildcats. We're talking uh, about man. the grown and sexy wildcats. <laughs> right. Let me, let me get back on track. Shane is gone. And all of a sudden I'm like off the rails. Like what the fuck is even going on? Wildcat. Um, Okay, so you and I kind of talked about this in our free time as friends, but I feel like we both kind of felt like it was worth bringing up. It's on the forefront of everyone's minds right now because it's literally how we are living these days. And we've touched on it every week, but we've never really kind of discussed it. But we uh, let's just do it. COVID-19. And it's like... I feel like we've never had more to discuss than now. Yeah, it's uh, the United States is such a joke right now with the way that they are handling this pandemic. And honestly, so are everybody living in Atlanta. What is going on here? This is the wild, wild west. I am over the way that people are handling COVID in Atlanta. Just... I would say in the freaking world, like our home state of Florida, same shit. I'm seeing it honestly everywhere. It's crazy. I don't know which is worse. It's like either people are uninformed and don't know that COVID-19 is real or they just don't give a shit. And both of those are just like not realities that I'm willing to accept at this point. Yeah. So as you guys may know, friends of the pod that listen to this podcast. Uh, I work in a restaurant and it is the scariest thing to be working in food service at this time. There's no protection. You are running around for 14 hour shifts because you're not at full capacity. People can't wear masks when they're dining out. Nobody cares about the workers. So then everybody is spreading whatever they have to the staff. And then we're taking it back wherever we go. It's a huge cesspool. It is so sad. I think that's the worst part about this. I also work not food service, but I work in a customer facing service job. And it's tough because all of the people who are shopping with us, they're not people who are 
working in a restaurant in a store it's all people who work from home and are protected all day long and it's like I've never been more aware of the disparity between classes than I am during COVID-19 at this point. Absolutely. And I think everybody, no matter what color you are, or if you're a man or a woman or trans, felt their class in COVID-19. Because guess what? I'm poor. That's why I had to go back to work. And I feel that. Right. And I feel it too. And it's just so unfortunate because I would love to work from home and know that I'm safe and get to see my friends and family because I'm, you know, self-isolating, but I am not a position to in a position to do that because I have to go to work where I see so many people per day. And based on what I see on social media, I don't trust these people because I, I don't even trust my own friends at this point. Yeah. I've seen this is personal experience. I work with people who have been to Vegas and back. I've worked with people who have been out of the country and back. I have worked with people that have had COVID, but didn't get their test results in time because it's Atlanta and have been back. I just live as if I have an active COVID infection because I'm not safe to be around anybody at this point. And it's like, crazy because so many people claim to like not know but i'm like in 2020 it's impossible to feign ignorance because we have the freaking internet like you can google this information and find out like i have people saying things to me like well i already had it in march so i can't get it again false you can get it again plenty of people have had covid and tested positive for a second time absolutely like you you can't make up your own rules Oh my goodness. People, people love to make up their own rules now. Like they, I've seen people that are like, I'm not going here because so-and-so, um, is too close to me, but I'll see them the next night at the club. And I know some people are incredulous. They're like the club. Yes. The clubs in Atlanta are open and they are the busiest they've ever been. Social distance wear. They are packed in there like sardines. Which, in my opinion, should be illegal. But now that we're kind of on the topic of clubs, did you, you're familiar, are you familiar with the NBA bubble? No, what's that? Okay, so basically the NBA is trying to regain their coin from kind of money lost this season so they can start NBA again. And they basically have put every active player on an NBA roster in a bubble COVID bubble in Orlando. So everyone is living in this bubble, practicing in this bubble, eating in this bubble. And basically what they're hoping will happen is they will prevent the spread of COVID-19 amongst players by making them all live in kind of like this COVID village, essentially. So they have to get permission to leave the bubble. And if they come back, they have to quarantine for a period, depending on the severity of their activities when they were outside of the bubble. It's like all very serious and kind of smart if you think about it. Well, but aren't they? So because they're playing against each other, and I guess what's it called? I don't want to say, sp- I don't know much about sports. You guys don't yell at me. Um, sparing. What, what is it called when you play basketball and you practice it? Sparring. Sparring. 
Is it yeah. that? Okay, great. Are you Sorry. talking about like scrimmaging, sparring? Scrimmaging. Yes, scrimmaging. Uh-huh. So because they're scrimmaging against each other, so the, those groups are then quarantined from the public. Is that what I understand? Yes, all of the NBA players okay. are quarantined from the public. So none of them oh. have, have contact physical contact with the outside world. It's They're all in this bubble in Orlando. And they eat there, they sleep there, they only interact with other people in the bubble. So they can't see their families? No, not at wow. this point, unless they get permission from the NBA to leave the bubble. And at which point they will, once they return, have a quarantine period depending on where they go and how many people they interacted with. So I'm telling you this to say, Lou Williams, he is an NBA player who plays for the Clippers. He is actually from the Atlanta area. He's from Gwinnett. And he is like actually a pretty active player. Like he plays quite a bit. People know him. He's in the news right mm-hmm. now because he's in the NBA, NBA bubble and he was given permission to leave so that he can go to a funeral. Apparently, he had a close friend whose father passed and went to a funeral. That's not an issue. What became an issue is the fact that this man on his leave from the bubble decided to go to damn Magic City Strip Club <gasps> in Atlanta and the NBA found out. And now <gasps> it's a huge story because he has to quarantine for 10 days because he wants to Magic City. First of all, I heard Magic City closed down. So he went before they closed permanently. Did they close permanently? That's what I heard because I met the owner of like Gold Rush, Onyx. He told me Magic City. Was it Magic City? Yeah, a bunch of strip clubs are not doing well, obviously. So they're closing them. Well, I have no idea. I know he was there, I think, last week. So the news got out that he's having a 10-day quarantine period, um, which is one of the longest that they've administered to a player who has returned from leave. So there's all of this controversy because some people are saying the NBA is being too strict and like basically they can't tell him what to do in his personal time. And the other half of the world is basically like, nah, fuck that. Like... COVID-19 is real. I am of the opinion that if you said you were leaving to go to a funeral, how the fuck did you end up at the strip club? I agree with that. That's not the same thing as going to a funeral. Like a funeral, you pay your respects and you're going to go ahead and put yourself at risk for a good reason. Now, they're trying to say there people who are supporting Lou Williams are trying to claim that this man just went to go to Magic City to get something to eat. You and I both live in Atlanta. There are plenty of damn restaurants in Atlanta. Why the fuck would you need to go to Magic City Strip Club in the middle of a pandemic to get some chicken wings? That doesn't make sense. You could have gone to JR Crickets, my guy. What are you doing at Magic City? Jerry, that was the first suggestion that I offered. What about JR Crickets? They what have about- amazing wings. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Why would you? <laughs> American Deli, literally, you can call ahead and just go in and pick it up. Like, I'm confused as to why we would ever act like this is normal. And it just goes to show so many people are in agreement with Lou Williams because they are trying to excuse their own poor behavior during a fucking pandemic. Yeah. So then what, what do you deem to be like appropriate COVID behavior? 
when you go outside of your home? Listen, maybe I'm an extremist, but I like to read CDC guidelines and follow them. If I'm ever (laughs) doing something that is of medium to high risk, it's because I absolutely had to. I don't know if people are unaware that the CDC exists as a government agency, but you should probably look into it because they're very detailed about what is allowed and what is not allowed. Eating inside a restaurant is considered to be high risk of contracting COVID-19 or transmitting Mm -hmm. COVID-19 because you're inside without a mask on and all of the air is circulating through the building. So there's really not ever a situation where you should be eating inside a building. It's considered high risk. Like there's no need. In fact, eating inside a restaurant is high risk and so is going to the club. So to you, you might be eating with three friends, so you're fine, but you're actually not fine because it's still a high risk situation. You might as well go to the club at that point. And, and that's the situation in which which I work, which is what's just great because we don't have a patio at my restaurant. So, yeah. And it's Continue, just unfortunate sorry. because so many states and cities still have their dining rooms closed because it's really way too early for us to be having like inside dining. Yeah. But I it, understand it the is. position you're in because what are you supposed to do? Otherwise, you need to pay your bills. Right. And it's like if on the flip side of that, um, a lot of people don't know this, even though takeout exists, when you do takeout at a restaurant and you tip them, that tip usually is not seen by servers. It goes back into the business or there's a takeout person. It's not split, especially in a large corporation. So doing takeout is fine for the business, but you opened up all of these dining rooms and now people are out of jobs Once you take them off furlough and they don't want to do that anymore, now they don't have unemployment. They're not getting anything from their from their restaurant. So it's just it's the worst possible scenario to be in. And you have COVID. It's such a shitty situation because you're absolutely right. There's literally no servers have no choice. You guys have to go to fucking work. And it's like damned if you do see a lot of people because you could get COVID, but at least you have money in your pocket. Damned if you don't see a lot of people because at least you're healthy, but you can't pay your fucking bills. Like, it's horrible. Right. And I think, to me, when people ask me, like, well, what do you think is acceptable behavior? I'm like, so many people have told me, like, well, we don't know enough about COVID, like, to be doing all of this shit where we're, like, being super strict and we're depriving ourselves of lives and it's gone on for too long. And I'm like, listen... We may not know enough, but if what they're saying is that I could potentially save people's lives by doing X, Y, and Z, then that's worth it to me. Even if I don't know for a fact that I will save someone's life, the potential to do so is enough for me to stay my ass at home. Like I'm not, it's not hurting me to do that. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I'm getting to the point where I, so there's a flip side of that, right? Where it's like, oh, I want to protect people so they don't die. I'm at the point where I'm the infectious one. I can't do anything, but I have to go to work. I'm not saying that I have COVID. I have not been diagnosed with it, by the way. But I have served thousands of people in the past couple months because in Atlanta, the restaurants have been open since April 27th. And most people, this is what's sad. So many people that come into this restaurant are vacationers. 75 to 50%, I would say, are not from here. So 
in any case, they're coming into the restaurant, spreading what they have, getting what we have, and then going back to wherever they are, there goes the contact trace. Right. Exactly. And I want to clear something up too. So the CDC recommends that you don't gather in groups larger than 10 people. But just so you know, that guideline is in place with masks on and still six feet apart. That doesn't mean just because there are 10 people or less, y'all can be in a room hugging, kissing and twerking on each other. That's not the recommendation. You cannot just read part of it and say, okay, this is what I'm doing now. I see so many of my friends in groups of people that I know they're not in isolation with and are not part of their small bubble of friends that they're seeing. And it's like, dude, you don't know who that person was just with and you don't know who they're going to see. So I don't know why it seems logical that you would hang out without masks on and not take the precautions necessary to keep everyone safe. Yeah. I, I think it's worse than that. It's not that people don't realize people don't care and people are inherently, um, I don't want to say this on air, stupid, but here we are. No, I understand. I agree with you. People are inherently stupid. They just, it's out of sight, out of mind until it happens to you and you're dead. Literally. That's when they'll get it when they're on a ventilator. Or it kills me because it's like, I keep hearing of people or seeing people on Twitter and it's like, it's gotten so we have amplified so much with COVID-19 in the United States that it's like, now we have over 4 million people who have contracted COVID. That was more than we had globally when we first closed down our country in March. Now we have had that in just the United States. And it's like before in March, it was like this distant thing where it's like, we're all afraid, but we don't know where it is or where it's moving next. Now it's like, I don't know anybody who doesn't personally know someone who has COVID. Yeah, that's complete facts. If you don't know what you're, if you don't have it yourself, you know, at least one person who does or who had it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I heard a story recently of this girl who was telling me that she had COVID and was asymptomatic. And she thinks that she ended up giving it to her roommate's dad, who's now on a ventilator because she had no idea that she had COVID and she lives with her roommate and her roommate went to go see her parents. Her dad is on a ventilator and is in critical condition. Oh my goodness. And it's like, she probably did give it to her dad because she was diagnosed with COVID. And even though the roommate didn't take a test and test positive, we know that her friend did. And now her dad has COVID. Right. And it's just honestly a tragedy because this man who did not make the decision to go hang out with his friends and eat inside a restaurant now has to suffer the consequences and may not ever recover. And that's another thing too. Even when you do recover from COVID, most people don't live a normal life. There are people in their twenties that say their heart rate is over their resting heart rate is over a hundred. That like their heart beats so fast that it wakes them up out of their sleep. It's like, yeah, they weren't on a ventilator and they don't have breathing problems, but that's also a fucking problem. You can't exercise when your resting heart rate is over 100. Right. Damn. No, it's it's bad out here. And I think every day, the rich people really don't care. They are suing states to open so that they can make money for their large corporations just to kill us they have no qualms with killing me most people want to like give me a hug 
because I'm their server or like touch me. And it's often they do not give a damn because at the end of the day, they can afford to get a COVID test in five minutes and get treated for their symptoms in five minutes. I can't. I don't qualify for a test in Atlanta because I am potentially asymptomatic and I live not with anybody. So by myself. Which is so sad that I have to qualify for a COVID test. Well, that's because we are completely unprepared for this massive bubble of people who have contracted COVID. Like we should have never gotten to this point. There should never have been this many people who have COVID and people keep blaming it on like the amount of tests available. And it's like, we have had so many cases in this country that it's literally, I don't even think there are enough tests on earth that could support us. I don't think that there are enough on this planet that could support the massive amount of COVID patients we have in the United States at this point. Right. At this point, I'm kind of like, I'm on the, the opposite side of the argument now. Like I'm assuming everybody has it. My next question is, okay, what do I need to do now to get some antibodies? What do I got to do? Because I am living that reality because it's just dangerous. I've never seen anything like this. People do not care. And I have asthma. I'm pretty high risk. Luckily, I have been, been, um, my health has been very, very good in the past couple months since I've been back to work because I had to start taking care of myself better. Um, I've been very adamant about that because I will die. And that's scary to say, but I... Even Amanda, that's why we haven't seen each other. I refuse to go over to your house or see Shane or anything like that because I know for a fact I would be the one to infect you. And I appreciate that. I wish more people would have that mindset. And it's like, yeah, you're eating inside a restaurant with your friends and then you're going to Publix and shopping for groceries. Like, do you, do you not care that the innocent person bagging your groceries could potentially die from covid because you don't know how to be responsible and control yourself right and then on the flip side you're going out to a restaurant passing it around so the staff who has to feed their family has to go to Publix and is still infecting that person who is innocent working at Publix. yeah so many innocent people here and it's just like as Americans, we are so selfish and I could talk about this forever, but it's this mindset that I want to have fun. So you who works here, you have to help me do that. Even if it puts you in a position that is uncomfortable and potentially puts your health at risk, it is your job to make sure that I have a good time. So do that without consequence. Yeah. Also, I just want to say this. If you are out eating, fine, you're out eating, That's your decision. Be smart about it. But make sure you tip. People are not tipping out here. Don't tell me that people aren't tipping. Because that's ridiculous. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. Most people are leaving zero. This is a pandemic. Zero. You need to tell me. These people are coming into your restaurant, putting your life at risk, and they expect you to do that for free? In fact, I have to pay. So a lot of people don't know this, but tip is a huge thing because when I have sales, I have to tip out certain people that work at the restaurant based off of my sales, not my tip. 
So if I sell $100, I am required to tip out about 4% of that at my particular restaurant, regardless if you tip or not. So if you leave me zero, I am paying for you to sit there. That's horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why 20% is such a huge thing because we don't actually get 20%. After taxes, tip out is what it's called. And social security and stuff, it's only about 12% if you tip 20%. Damn, that's some good information that I did not know. Yeah, a lot of people have no clue. And that's why if you're a regular somewhere, we encourage you to tip more than 20% because it shows that you know that information, which is why you frequent that place often. A lot of people don't know that, but that is an industry standard. That's why when I go out to eat, I always tip over 20% because I know what it's like. Yeah. You've told me that before and now I've made that standard for myself too. And honestly, in summation, this, this is, All I have to say about this, don't be a fucking dick. Care about other people, especially when their fucking lives depend on it. I cannot believe we have to say this on this podcast, but wear a mask, stay six feet away from people, and don't put other people in harm's way unnecessarily. Stay your ass at home unless you have a good reason to leave. Bingo. Bingo was his name-o, okay? Right. Uh, Bingo was his motherfucking Nemo. Was his Nemo. That was his Nemo. Bingo was his Nemo. Was his Nemo. (laughs) Okay, well, I think we fucking talked that topic into the ground, even though I could talk about it forever because it's like, I cannot believe this is happening. I feel like I'm living in an alternate universe where people are truly not giving a fuck about people in a way that is so scary. But Let's just leave it alone for now and let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a sec. And we are back to Sayla Thompson. Something that you guys (laughs) and Shane Lottie kill me because where is mine? You made up Ceylon tea. That's yours. <laughs> this is us oh, taking over the podcast. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I agree. I'm just because I want my own. You have your own. You made this whole thing. Congratulations. It's great. That's Thank why we you. riff off a bit. So you might have seen this going around Facebook and mostly Instagram in the past couple days. It is the hashtag challenge accepted black and white photo women supporting women challenge that's a long ass challenge name what the hell man i we are also confused i woke up maybe sunday and saw all of these black and white photos on my timeline and i was confused i was like is my phone doing some filter i don't know about no it was just another challenge on instagram now it also includes a nice little dm that is chain mail that he says, you know, I just really, really thought about 50 women that would really do this challenge. And I thought of you and I think you should support women. I love you. And I'll see your black and white photo on Instagram, hashtag challenge accepted. That's literally the tone of the message. And I was like, what in the chain mail is this? 
my aunt sent it to me first, which is why I was looking at it sideways. I said, hmm. I thought mine was spam when I got it, but then I kept getting right. it. And I was like, are all of these people hacked? I'm confused. Right. And you know how I feel about pyramid schemes. Yeah, we don't know send them how to you me. feel about a pyramid scheme. <laughs> do not send them to me. I don't want to go on vacation. I don't want to do any of those things. I don't want to sell Mary Kay. I don't want to sell Avon. Leave me alone. That's how I feel about that. So I'm looking at this photo challenge as a photographer. And I said, get this out of my face. (laughs) Until I did a little bit more research. And my research was actually in the form of watching Instagram stories. I was flipping through my stories and One of my friends, Megan Wicks, a.k.a. Skin Positivity Movement, she had this little blurb where it said... Friend of the pod. Yeah, friend of the pod. Hey, Megan. Um, She posted something. It was an uh, infographic, and it said, for my international friends that don't know what this black and white photo challenge may be, please swipe. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. We had spoken about this a couple of weeks ago on the pod about how um, the Vogue challenge had morphed from something into something else. Well, apparently this is the same scenario. So the black and white challenge from what I'm finding is actually a call to action for Turkish femicide. In Turkey, there have been a lot of women that have died on camera I think in 2020, they said over 500 women have died. So what they do is to commemorate that person, they take a picture of them and they turn it black and white. So in Turkey, they I know it's super somber, isn't it? Like this is a call for femicide to bring awareness to it. So everyone's like, yes, it's about women supporting women, but ultimately we cannot forget why these things start. Now, of course, they're users. You know you know how it is. Trolls came out and they were like, yeah, but there was a black and white challenge in 2016. Well, I have the same response that I had a couple weeks ago for the Vogue challenge. Things change. Definitions change. And we have to go based on the definition that it is at this current moment, even if it was made yes. for something else. You can't just have an individual definition for something. So apparently someone international or of international origin away from Turkey was like, you know what? This is about women supporting women. And tell me your thoughts on that, Amanda, because I, I have not posted my picture yet because I just found this out before we recorded. And now I'm like, eh. Uh." So... I agree with you. I think that you can't just take something that has already existed and rename it. We see people like the Kardashians do this all the time. Instead of cornrows, now they're boxer braids. No, they're not, bitch. They're cornrows. They always have been. They always will be. You don't get just (laughs) to change the name so that it's less offensive to other people. You know what I mean? So this idea that you can just take something that somebody else already has invented and make it your own is just not true. And it's plagiarism. In a lot of ways, in a lot of different forms, it's illegal. So you should probably stop. Um, But I didn't know anything about the Turkish um, femicide part of it. I think... I kind of took issue with this challenge at first because I was kind of like, where is this coming from? 
like this call to action though lovely seems very convenient given the fact that black people are still dying in the streets um so to me i did post a picture but i kind of used it as a moment to highlight the fact that brianna taylor is no longer on this earth and that nobody has suffered consequences for that so i saw it happening and was kind of thinking to myself, this seems like a really great way for us to kind of do that thing where when something horrible is happening, we're like, let's say positive and smile. And it's like, that's not constructive. No one should be positive right now. No one should be fucking smiling. People are dying. Yeah. You know what? Before I found out what the challenge was actually about, my for some reason instagram it always shows me if you have a carousel the second photo first so on your post i saw brianna taylor and i was like interesting that's a good way to do that and you i guess transcended the challenge and did what the original (laughs) um intent of it was which was pretty amazing give yourself a pat on the back for that thank you i don't even really want the credit i think for me I tried to take something like I was offended by the fact that everyone wants to just celebrate women at a time where so many of our fellow women are really being defiled at the hands of the police and other violent men in the world. Um, so I took a lot of issue with that. I at first was offended by the fact that we want to just do this women supporting women thing out of nowhere. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the response was to i don't know where this came from i i mean i saw some people saying that it's in response to ted yoho calling um aoc a fucking bitch and it's like people wanting to support other women showing their support for her by supporting other women that seems like a reach to me too because y'all aren't posting anything about aoc you're just posting challenge accepted women supporting women so i don't know how that even brings her into this but i find that to be so interesting sherry this whole turkish femicide side of the story because i knew it was fishy i knew something was up let me just drop this on the pod i appreciate being able to talk about things over and over on the air because i listen to it every week Uh, and listen to what I have to say. And it really has helped what I bring to the table when I present something. So I'm not just going to present a challenge if I ask someone to do it. You, You know me, Amanda. If I ask you to do something, it's for a very good reason. I don't ever just say, do this. In fact, there's a 30 page dissertation and you're like, okay, okay, I don't need all that. Know what I mean? And I feel like people are so, so used to just following the herd and just doing what everybody says for them to do. Why didn't you look it up? If it's going to just, (laughs) not you necessarily, I'm just talking about in general, it's time for us to, to stop just relying on what celebrities tell us and take that as fact. I just think that as people, as human beings, it's hard for us to sit in uncomfortable situations because it's like, it doesn't feel good to kind of be confronted with this idea of 
black mortality. It doesn't feel good as a white person to think about the fact that your life is easier than other people because to you, it may seem hard. It's not comfortable to sit with these thoughts and feelings, but that does not mean that you should just overlook those feelings and distract ourselves with these like kind of frivolous challenges. It honestly seems disrespectful to people who are no longer living and breathing fellow women that we're claiming to support that we're kind of leaving by the wayside by posting pictures of ourselves in black and white with no mention of these same women that we claim to support. Yeah. If I were Megan the stallion specifically, I would be pissed this week because this challenge coming directly after she was shot in the foot twice, we're finding in both feet, not just one foot. Then everybody laughing at her, Dre and Michelle saying those comments about her. And now we're all posting black and white selfies talking about women supporting women. Where was that support for black women? Exactly. Uh, Sherry. Exactly. And you and I have to apologize to her. Because you, you thought it was a joke. The same page. Yeah. What's what's that? Like, I am so talked about this time and time again. Black women are not protected and they're not cared about. Like, I don't know how many other ways I can say it. And women supporting women is just another example of that. Because yeah. this, instead of being, if we were really women who supported women, we would be in the streets, like women's march, marching for Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor. If we were women supporting women, we would be in the streets with our pink hats on like we did during the Women's March marching for Sandra Bland. But that's not what we're doing. We're posting black and white pictures and claiming to be in support of women. But it's not all women. And it's sad. All I have to say is yes, because I agree. This is this is a mess. I'm at the point where this is how I feel about racism, too. I really don't have time to deal with your bullshit. So when I meet you, I need you to say hi, I'm racist and I do not like black women. And then I can move on with my life because I really don't care. I'm just, I'm just over it. I'm at that point. Yeah, I agree with you. Or hi, I'm a black man and I don't really actually care about black women. I just want you guys to support me blindly without any effort put forward on my part. Or this, hi, I'm Taylor Swift and I just really only care about myself. And then I'll say, okay, cool. I I know how to talk to you now. That's such a good point. It's like, it's exhausting giving people the benefit of the doubt, like people that are my friends, people that are acquaintances and thinking that they're decent people and then finding out that they in fact are not is such an exhausting cycle. Yeah, especially during this quarantine, because of course people are showing their true colors because they have nothing else to do but to be themselves. It is just, I've cut so many people off. They will only hear about me or hear my voice through this podcast. I swear to God, because they will never hear from me ever again. And it's just crazy because this is slightly off topic. We're not really talking about this right now, but we kind of are because we were talking about black women and it's just like, it's wild how many people I know who claim to love and care about me who are silent about the issues and it's like even people who claim Mm -hmm. to be feminists it's like you're a feminist and yet you are not rallying for the 
kind of justice of women everywhere. That's not feminism. You don't care about women in general. You care about women like you. And it just makes me think, God forbid that something were to happen to me in life. I don't even know that those people would care. And they continue not to. So it's interesting that we are talking about this because I do think it correlates. I'm surprised that people even sent me the challenge. Realistically, because in real life, those people never check on me. Talking about, I love you so much and I know you'll do it. Where? So Where? true. I think yeah, that like, a crazy. lot of... I, I don't know if you have. I've been seeing and feeling a lot of guilt from other people. Maybe from ways they've treated me in the past. And now that things like support black women are coming to light. Um, black Lives Matter is prominent at this current juncture in life i do feel like a lot of people feel guilt for the way that they have treated me before and their response to that is by being like extra nice and it's weird Mm. hey same uh for me it has been a lot of people thought i just was someone that i'm not because they didn't take the time to get to know me and they're doing the same thing that they did to you which is being extra nice and extra supportive which i don't want (laughs) <laughs> yeah we want real want genuine supporters <laughs> like it's i like don't know how else to say that they're painting black lives matter on our ig profile that's not what i want from you i want you to change your racist ways sherry <laughs> literally <laughs> i need you to speak to jesus and swallow a stick of sage whole that's what i need whole. you to do whole and Cheryl, then burn yourself what is the, who was the prophet that once said back then they didn't want me now I'm hot they all on me oh my god I should know that well that episode was nice quick and easy it's crazy so. how you eliminate one person and the flow is just right I didn't even have to mute my mic often yeah we're women we're good at taking turns <gasps> I'm sorry. This is a girl power episode. We talked about he's going to be furious when he listens to this, and I can't wait. You know he's not going to listen to this because he's not on it. Damn. Just kidding, Shane. You know we love you. We're just giving you a hard time, baby brother. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Cosine. Well, I have. That's all I have. Same. Did you have anything to share? No, I'm super irritated, so I'm ready to fight. So if I share something else, it's going to be super aggressive, which I don't have a problem with. <laughs> I feel that. I did want yeah. to mention, we'll probably talk about this some more when Shane's here, because you know he's super passionate about this, but Emmy nominations came out today. And I have to yes. say, I am pleasantly surprised with the amount of deserving diversity on the list. I saw Zendaya is up and i wasn't that would have been a crime yeah because euphoria was absolutely amazing yeah let's wait for shane you know he literally queefs over this so exactly so i'm like yeah just worth mentioning but be on the lookout we'll talk about it some more um one thing that we did want to mention is a lot of times we get people asking how they can submit topics for us to discuss on the pod um 
literally you can email us you can dm us on um instagram or on twitter um if you want it to be anonymous make a fake profile and email it to us i don't know um (laughs) but i mean we literally can talk about anything i know COVID-19 is a hot topic right now. Everyone's kind of wondering, is this okay to do? Is this not okay to do? One, Google is a resource. But if you don't want to do that, then definitely ask us. We're more than happy to give you our input. um, Because you know, all we care about is keeping people safe. Yeah. And just to reiterate, we are not qualified to talk about these things. But let me tell you, we are the best bouncing board for ideas. That's a very good point, and I'm glad that you made that clear. We are very regular people. We um, have bachelor's degrees, and that's it. So if you want to trust us, (laughs) go right ahead. Uh, Yeah, Sherry's absolutely right. Let's let this be a disclaimer. Um, Yeah, we are not qualified to be telling you anything. But if you want to listen, then by all means. But if you want to hear three non-qualified people talk about it, that will actually be the best for you because we tend not to listen to professionals anyway as just laymen. That's true. And yeah. let me put some respect on your name. We're regular, but we're also like very smart. Yeah. Don't say just bachelor degrees. I love, what? Most people do not have bachelor's degrees, my girl. <laughs> You're right. It's something to be proud of. You're absolutely right. Especially as black women in America. Right. You better claim that. Well, we will talk to you all next week. Sherry, you want to count us out? One, two, three. We out. out. Oh, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was. I think it was Shane. I'm going to go ahead and blame him. Love you. We do it for everything else. It's only natural. (laughs) 